Hello and welcome to the Brothers Random Show. My name is Travis. And I'm Michael. And we are two ordinary brothers discussing extraordinary ideas and some random shit. So the topics on this show range from theology, masculinity, stories, movies, philosophy, books, pop culture, and many other subjects. We often talk about the people we admire and the wisdom that they share. People such as Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, who we believe is the sage of our time. Michael, why are we here? Today, we are going to talk about uh, Boondock Saints. We actually, our brother passed away 10 years ago, uh, and his his birthday's coming up. And so we just figured we would talk about one of his favorite movies, which is Boondock Saints. Yeah, uh, the Boondock so let's Saints. get into it. Yeah, the <laughs> The Boondock Saints is a uh, 1999 film uh, directed by Troy Duffy, and it is about two Irish Catholic brothers uh, who become vigilantes and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God. And that's the IMDb summary of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The movie and um, the movie stars uh, a very young Norman Reedus, who's famous for uh, The Walking Dead. He plays his one role the, as uh, Daryl Dixon. Yeah, in The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Um, he's he's become quite the uh, hot stuff nowadays. They just started his own spinoff. Yeah, I stopped walking watching The Walking Dead. The yeah. last season was just too like retread of old stuff and kind of boring, yeah. and so I was like, I'm kind of over it. Kind of over it. Yeah. It was a good show. It was a good show for the first probably five seasons, and then it just kind of, I don't know. I think that happens to all shows. I think all shows get to that point. So, I, uh, I well, yeah, we can get into it. I have a theory that that shows should basically wrap wrap themselves up in like four to six seasons. Yeah, yeah. like. They should. A, lot, they a should, lot of people believe that too. Yeah, some of the best shows should, ever only had for three or four seasons. So yeah. yeah, and like Breaking Bad actually ended, I think, in six seasons. So it's mm-hmm. like, and it was, it's probably the best one, if not the, one of the best, if not the best, um, you know, uh, television show of all time. Yeah, in my opinion. Now, that might be an, I mean, another discussion, but yeah, yeah. just, uh, uh, yeah, that's another discussion. So <laughs> that's another discussion. <laughs> uh, Boon, yeah. Boondock Saints. I, I remember watching this, gosh, years and years ago. And we, <laughs> we've kind of talked about this, but it's definitely not PC. It is yeah. not politically correct and uh, doesn't try to, to hide that fact at all. Yeah. It, um, now this is, uh, this is pre cancel culture. This is 99, 99. So, so this is actually pre internet. I mean, well, it's yeah. The internet had been there, but it's very small and social. Yeah. Media it was, is, it was not a thing. Right. It's, it's right. Before YouTube. I think, I don't remember when YouTube came out, but it, it's before YouTube became a huge thing and became a cult classic. Like by basically like word of mouth. Yeah. 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 Like it, it I'm came... sure there were a lot of, I mean, 99 and then into 2000 internet was starting to kind of take off. So it, I, there was probably some, some online forums and stuff like that that were talking about it. Yeah. Um, um, 
it's um it, it was a movie that came out right around uh the Columbine uh shootings. And so that was one of its that was one of its reasons for not for, becoming a success. Yeah, like it basically I, possibly went straight to DVD, it played in a couple of theaters and then went to right to DVD. Um, there was a famous meltdown of the director, the writer director. Uh, it, it came out many years, a couple of years later, uh, a movie called Overnight. It was a documentary about a couple of friends of his that shot footage that was going to be on DVD for for the movie. And they ended up having a falling out with the director. Mm-hmm. And because he had a couple of meltdowns on on set and just uh was just kind of a shit bag to all the people. So there's a lot of behind the scenes um what do you call it drama that happened. Mm-hmm. Um and it became a much smaller film than it was intended to be. It was gonna be a bigger film. And, yeah. And because this guy kind of burned a bunch of bridges in Hollywood, it became a much smaller film. Now, to his credit, he really hadn't done much and he just wrote the script. Right. Yeah. And, and then, it got it got into Hollywood and it, and it became and this big took deal. It, he took it to a few places and he ended up getting like a deal and then how did he end up directing it? Um, the, it was in his deal. Um, and really, then, and something yeah, happened. He, something happened with the Weinstein's, which, the, like, on on retrospect, the Weinstein's were terrible people. Um, but they were power producers at the time, and something yeah. happened, and he pissed a bunch of them off, and so they ended up. Uh, drop in his contract and so he had to make the movie like i think he was going to make it for 15 million and then he had to make it for seven or something like that anyway so that's getting into the the weeds on the on this movie um we can do initial thoughts and then we can get into uh spoilers um uh this movie's been around for a long time uh one of the reasons we are reviewing it uh not just in honor of our brother but also because of uh there aren't a, got a lot of good movies out right now. <laughs> so Let's go to and, old movies. Uh, it so, ain't going to get better with the writer's strike. Yeah, it ain't going to get better with the writer's it's strike that's going not, on. It's been right going now. on for five months, four months. It's been a while. God, and we are been... not going to, we are going to have a drought of movies that, that we haven't seen. Obviously we haven't seen since 2008 when the, last strike happened. And the whole, the whole strike is stupid because because they should have learned their lessons. Like the last, um, what was the um, Transformers two came out at uh, right around or right after the writer strike back then. And Trammer, I don't know if you've seen that movie lately, but it you can tell that there wasn't a writer on that fucking movie because it is terrible. It is a terrible movie. There is a point in it where a woman turns in where the robots turn into a woman. It's like, <laughs> what, where'd this come from? The transformers don't become human. Like uh, it was so dumb. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. you can tell, you can tell that. It, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent right there. Yeah. Um, but, but um, the boondock saints comes out in 1999. I probably didn't see it until probably 2004. 
Um, I was uh, dating my wonderful wife at the time, and she actually had a friend who told her about this movie. And then she saw this movie with a friend, and she was like, you would love this movie. Then I watched this movie, and I told Curtis about it. And it actually, Curtis loved it so much, it became one of his favorite movies. He actually got one of the, uh, one of his, one of his tattoos. One of his tats are, is the, uh, so they have a family prayer. Yeah. Um, you, my Lord, for the power hath descended forth from thy hand. Her feet may swiftly carry out thy command. So we shall flow a river forth to thee, and teeming with souls shall it ever be. Anyway, throughout the 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 film, the film they'll they, say it. They'll say they... it, and it's and it's got a lot of it's got some Latin. It's got some Latin in it. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the uh, so Curtis liked it so much that he got. I think he's either the cross from the movie tattooed on, with the prayer on it. I think is what it was. Is that what you remember? And it's been 10 I thought years. it was uh it was a cross and then it was kind of the words were kind of on the cross it, or down it, the side. Down the side. Okay. Um I think. Yeah. Anyway. Should, uh it's about two brothers who decide to uh they they get involved with so in Boston, they get involved in with a crime uh syndicate. Uh so in Boston. There's a bunch of crime, different crime syndicates. There's the Italians, there's the Irish, and there's the Russians. The Russians are kind of coming in on their territory, and they're the the two brothers are kind of broke schlubs. They just go out drinking a lot, and they don't. They have kind of aimless lives. Work, and they work at a meat plant. Yeah, meat pack, like a meat plant. packing plant or something like that. And, and uh, they're fun loving, and they like to have a joke around and have a good time, like as brothers do and they live together in kind of squalor. And uh, so they get into a fight with a couple of Russian mobsters and it turns out that they accidentally kill them. And in the process they get, well, I mean, it was kind of a self-defense self-defense. Yeah. And then they they, get in a bar fight and then the, the, they come back and they're going to kill them. Yeah. So they get in a bar fight, they beat him up. They beat him up. And then they come back and they're like, the Russians they want to kill like, him after that. And it was funny because Norman Reedus's character, he's like, uh, he's like, it was a bar fight. You, 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 you yeah. He was like, we, we beat your asses. It's just a bar fight. It's just a bar fight, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, it happens in these neighborhoods all the time. And if you're Irish Catholic, then he, <laughs> You're probably fighting with your brothers and sisters all the time. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> there's so many great moments where they they fight each other because they're brothers, yeah. right? And it <laughs> and reminds me of times where me and Curtis would get like, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. um, um, anyway, so, so, uh, so to get back to the plot, so they end up uh, getting arrested and then they're not being charged because they, the, 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 the uh, William Defoe character, William Defoe stars in it as well. He's the cop. He's the investigator. Uh, I guess he's FBI. FBI. Yeah. And he, he figures out that they are actually innocent, that, that, that it was self-defense. And he's like, well, we're not charging you for anything. And what, and they're like, well, can we just stay here for the night? Cause they're kind of like homeless. And, um, 
while they're staying, they both have a dream at the same time while they're staying in this jail cell. And this is like a drunk tank or whatever, uh, uh, which I don't think exists anymore. Drunk takes don't exist anymore. But anyway, uh, he, uh, he, they both have a, the same dream and they, cl- they, you never see the dream in the movie, but basically you're wondering if they might just be kind of like psycho, but because yeah. they have the same dream, they're, they're sitting there going and they look at each other and it's like, we're kind of called to God to rid the world of scum. So the movie itself doesn't really, isn't really, doesn't say that specifically, but it is actually implied that they think they are called of God to become vigilantes. I wanted to talk about this, but in the very beginning, they, there's a scene where they, and this scene was odd to me because I, it, I don't know exactly what they were trying to say because the boot, the, the brothers walk up during the speech of the, um, during mass, the, the bishop Are you talking whoever, about that thing. Yeah. It's the, a mass mass. And yeah. he's, he's the, the teacher is talking and they, I'm not Catholic, so I don't know the correct terms. <laughs> the correct, like, terms. It's, it's a priest. He's he's speaking from yeah. the pulpit, and they yeah. walk. They walk up, and there's a new guy. Apparently, he was a new guy. Yeah, that new yeah. was there, and, and he's, he's like, a, why he's are about they to walk- get up to stop him? And and one of the guys, like, he's like, no, no, one no, of no, the other priests, just, like one of them that's been around, kind of is like, no, but I don't exactly know what they were kind of getting at because either everybody just knew them and I don't, and uh, not because they weren't vigilantes at this time that we know of. This is a sign of an amateur filmmaker because yeah, this scene, the very beginning scene where they walk uh, past the priest while he's giving his sermon and kiss the feet of the crucifix and then walk out of the church that I think is a scene that's supposedly after the It's supposed city. to be at the end. Yeah. I think it was actually supposed to be at the end. Yes. Yeah. Because, well, it, because it was it was implying that the new the new priest, priest uh didn't know, know who these they were. two. Yeah. And everybody, everybody. else knew them yeah. and it was kind of a hush hush. No one says anything, but just everybody knew them. And they everybody did their thing, that, and then they left. That they were vigilantes. Everybody kind of knew them as vigilantes. Yeah. So it was it. There was some editing that was kind of messed wonky. up on the back there, end. I think wanting well, there, on that. It's it's a wonky, and those are the holes that you can find in the movie, right? It's it's kind yeah. of wonky because this is a first time filmmaker, and he's got all these things that he wants to put in it. He probably doesn't have the budget he needed to begin with because he burnt a bunch of bridges in Hollywood. And so he's like just kind of struggling to put across, uh, convey the sense that the neighborhood knows who these guys are and knows that they're vigilantes and knows that they kind of have their own thing going. Yeah. And nobody's going to stop them. Like right. that's, that's the implication of that scene. Yeah. And anyway, on, but, but the first time viewing, you're like, what is going on? It's, it, re- 
rewards repeat viewings because when you see it again, you're like, oh, now I get why this scene is in this movie. That's 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 what well, I noticed happening a lot in this movie. Why? So the why is that they had um uh the the priest was talking about Kitty Genovis. Um, Genovis is probably how you, how it's pronounced. Um, because the priest, while they're walking up to go kiss the feet of Jesus mm -hmm. and then yes. leave, the priest is talking about this uh incident uh that happened in this is a real life in 64. This is a real life incident. Oh, yeah, he's well, talking about it. He's talking about it, and this is kind of a kickoff in the movie. So, this is the point of this scene. Yeah. Is the kickoff of um so Kitty was murdered in, in Boston. Um she was she was raped and then stabbed outside the uh, uh, outside an apartment building in uh Queens, New York. Oh, in New York, okay. And uh now the thing is is there was an the New York Times published an article and erone erroneously claiming that 38 witnesses saw and heard the attack. And that none of them called the police, uh, and none of them to, did anything. to their aid to to aid her. Okay, and they call this. They actually they they penned a a term for it, the bystander effect, uh, or the Genevieve syndrome. Uh, so now there has th been things that have come out to say that that probably isn't true that 38 by bystanders did nothing. Um, there's some evidence to, to there's supposedly some ed evidence to say that they were, there were some of them did try to contact the, the police and let them know that this was, that this was going on. But anyway, the priest is mentioning this case. This in really happened in the, movie. so this, this yeah. is a case that's a real case, even though there's some some stuff that has come out to say that it might not be have been as true as as it was portrayed in the New York Times or in this movie, <laughs> you know, York, uh, yeah. yeah, take that know. for what it's worth. <laughs> it's like what? Even in the '60s, New York Times wasn't doing good journalism. Anyway, whatever. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, but but the so the point of that scene is. It's pointing out, and the the priest just talks about how, you know, thirty eight witnesses and none of them did anything, and so they are woman. leaving the chapel, and it kind of goes through some things, blah 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 blah. Then they're at this scene where they both have this dream, or what what have you, and yeah. the dream the this scene was actually really well done. It has the priest talking. About the bystanders about, that do nothing. Do nothing, yeah. Okay, so th this this rape and murder that happens and bystanders that do nothing, and you hear his voice talking when they wake up, and then they feel like it's it's like God's voice that's saying, um, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something like, uh, and I shall I shall reap uh havoc on the wicked something yeah. something like that it was pre i'm pretty sure probably scripture i think i probably should i looked that i should have looked that up anyway um but the there's water kind of dripping down from the ceiling 
Yeah. And it's it's basically like a a, a, a baptism. Catholic baptism. baptism. It's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's symbolizing a Catholic yeah. um baptism, a christening. And so mm-hmm. uh uh and then they they wake up the next day and they look at each other and they both know that this what is what they're do. supposed to do. Yeah. This is what they're supposed to do. So <clears throat> um uh so but I did find it very fascinating that they took this su- supposedly very true um, incident. Now, here's the thing is that even if this didn't happen the way the way uh, that way we're talking about here, there was that gal that got uh, in the subway. assaulted on the subway <clears throat> and, this and is nobody recent. did anything. Yeah, this is recent. This is actually that was. This has actually ago? been when uh, four, three or four years ago. It, it yeah. was happening during. I think it happened during the riots, the the George Floyd riot, riots. So who's so this? This from? is the year uh, published May twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. A viral video on social media shows a woman being assaulted on a New York City subway train by by as bystanders keep a safe distance away from the scene. The video shows an individual acting out on the subway as other passengers move away. The individual pulls one passenger down onto a seat by her hair. Uh, The passenger can be seen mouthing, somebody help me. Oh, gosh. As the individual continues holding on to her hair while they are seated, none of the other passengers assist her as the individual holds on to her hair and eventually lifts her from the seat. So uh what 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 it publication is that from? Uh this is Fox News. Okay. So so they so even if it's not anyway, true, it, even it, if it's not true, this happened, right? Yeah. Even if that's years in the nineteen sixties one. This happened where nobody um nobody helps out where nobody right? did anything. So, so the whole point of this movie is that these guys take the law into their own hands and start offing off uh and do uh, something. Yeah, they're they're just taking out, you know, uh the mob and stuff like that. And that's what this movie's yeah. about. And <clears throat> I would did we say, I mean, did we even care to like do spoilers? I don't uh, know. It's, well, it's been out movie, for a long time. It's been do, out for a long time. We can do spoilers. But, I'll just do I'll just do an overview of this movie is a comedy. I would say more than anything else because it does go. There is absolutely silliness that goes on, and it's macabre comedy. Yeah, which is funny, but also you're laughing. It's like the it's like the Joker and the pencil in The Dark Knight. When you first see it, you're shocked, and you're also laughing at the same time that you're shocked. So. And this movie has a lot of that. Does the pencil so, went away? <laughs> the pencil's gone, right? Um, but um, we can get, I, I think we can get into, uh, do you want to say your initial thoughts on it? Uh, I would say it's still, it's still a pretty good movie. It just isn't, it hasn't aged well in our new society, I would say. Yeah, racist jokes, the... Um, there's a bit of misogyny in it misogyny misogyny um feel like watching it again there were some of those editing things where i kind of was just like oh that 
it's kind of a little rough around the edges. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking a pretty low budget film, right? So, yeah. and, yeah. and a new, new director, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, parts, moving parts there that just kind of may have kind of fell flat a little bit. Uh, I actually uh, did like how they kind of did a back and forth where it would be. Oh yeah. Yeah. They it would, would be the investigator. They would kind of build up to of where people were going to die. And then they would cut and it would go to after the scene had already happened. And, and the you got the detective kind of yeah. walking through and figuring out what, what happened. I thought that was pretty well. And it's cool. a really great performance, that. like a snooty performance from William. William Defoe was William Defoe is probably the most famous person in this movie at the time yeah. that the movie was made. Now Norman Reedus is probably more famous than William Defoe. I would, I don't know. William Defoe is still know. pretty famous. So yeah. uh, shout out to uh, Billy Conley. Uh, who's actually a comedian and I've seen a ton of his videos on uh, he's, he became pretty famous in the eighties and nineties, but uh, this is not a comedic role. He makes no jokes through the entire movie, um, but Billy Conley's in it. And uh, so he was probably pretty famous at the time as well. Yeah. Good movie. Uh, maybe didn't uh, age well, but still, I still really enjoyed it. Um, pretty good uh rewatch i i haven't seen it since curtis died so it's probably been oh um 11 12 13 years maybe since i seen it mm-hmm. but yeah i i i liked i liked watching it again i liked catching that you know they use that real story kind of as a jumping off point uh but yeah i mean it it does it does get into and maybe we can go into spoil spoilers but it does get into some some real tough things about the idea of vigilantism yeah um you know who who really has the right to be yeah um, to exact judge justice. jury and and executioner all in one yeah. and but th- at the same time it it's kind of a look into we you know we just talked about how there were all these bystanders to this assault yeah, in the subway yeah. and no one did anything. Right. Yeah. So it's not, it's not necessarily like a, you know, I don't think it's really a call um, maybe in a, a masculine fantasy kind of way, uh, a, a call to uh, yeah, well, we would just, you know, we'd go kill the rapists, you know, or any, or, or, yeah. or, or something like that. But it's, it, maybe it's a call to, well, if you see something wrong happening, do something. Yeah. Right. Like don't just stand and, and be not, a- don't, don't fall into that. To, uh, th- there was a term for bystander syndrome. Bystander syndrome. Yeah. 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 They say the bystander syndrome is, is that, um, you know, people will sometimes, They'll just figure that someone else will do something and they and just they push that off yeah. that responsibility off onto somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's not, not okay. That's not okay. We, we all like, it goes back to the Jordan Peterson quote of if we all aspire to do good, then we all collectively flourish. Mm-hmm. So 
let's get into spoilers. Uh, spoilers now. Uh, this movie is so violent. I had forgotten how violent it is. It is just out there. Like it's almost, it's almost like slapstick violence. You know, um, how when, when, but when the cat dies, when the cat dies, oh my God. He, like he the, comes down. Yeah. One he, of the guys comes down with his arms and like and, hits the table and there's a gun on the table and it shoots the cat. Which, <laughs> which I don't know about you, but that, that, that can't happen. You have to pull the trigger to right to, for yeah. that to happen. It, it just it doesn't. It, that doesn't. It happen. doesn't just go off. It doesn't yeah, just go just... off. That's so. This is a thing that yeah. I have an issue with Hollywood. Hollywood always does this thing where you know somebody drops the gun and the gun goes off. No, yeah, that's, that's almost impossible. It would have to be a yeah. faulty. It would have to be a faulty gun for that to happen, and it just doesn't happen. And if yeah. somebody bumps the gun and the gun goes off or somebody like this is this is a thing that Hollywood has done. But you have to admit that scene is shocking and then also funny. So it and it just the the the, the movie has a ton of comedy in it. And it's like it's gross comedy, right? It's like, yeah, uh, like blowing up a cat like blowing up a cat you know <laughs> and it's ending up all over the wall all the wall and then they have like a picture of it on it they clean it up and they just put a picture of the cat on there oh my gosh uh just <laughs> stupid uh, um when, yeah when was it there there was a scene where rocco so uh there's the two brothers and then rocco is is their he's, friend he, he's like he's their kind of a disgusting friend, friend. it just He's not, he's not a, uh, but he, he's kind of the comic relief a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, he, there's this moment where he just goes, he's like, he's saying the F word just left and right. Yeah, yeah. And he's just, <laughs> fuck, 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 then fuck him and fuck her and like all this yeah. stuff. And then, and then like one of the, the brothers, uh, Norman Reedus brothers goes. is just like, well, that definitely, you know, uh, shows the diversity of the word <laughs> <laughs> definitely shows the diversity of the word yeah it's hilarious <laughs> oh man uh, it's just it's a it's a it's it's an un-pc movie and this movie doesn't get made in current hollywood i don't think you could it could be borderlining it's borderlining a grindhouse like uh movie it's it, it's trying to shock you and like make you laugh at the same time. And that's how that's, mm -hmm. you know, exploitation films from the seventies. They were, well, they were, you, they so always you say, did stuff like this. You say this doesn't get, this movie doesn't get made now nowadays. Well, I've been, I've been saying there should be a, a movie where basically they take, uh, they take the story or the true story of, sound of freedom and they need like a punisher or a boondock saints kind of, or, or John yeah. wick kind of characters. And they put those two together and that, I mean, I guess you yeah. get that a little bit with taken, but uh, yeah, but but if taken made it more. You're forgetting about, Michael like, that taken's over 10 years old. 
Like the, the, right. The, right. The, we don't yeah, exactly in our current day climate, it's all like fluff and it's all very, I mean, and this could be changing because sound of freedom, it has become such a huge hit um, regardless of the, the, the way Hollywood has tried to um, block it. Downplay um, it. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't think in current day Hollywood this movie gets made because it's so un PC. It, it's not politically correct. It has uh, off color jokes all throughout it. It's all, it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's kind of degrading towards women in a lot of ways. Um, there, there really isn't a woman uh, main character in it. Um, there and it. it uh, as far as the story goes, it's kind of this, it, 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 it is like a wish fulfillment kind of, um, scenario, right? It's like, uh, it's like, we wish we could do this to the bad people out there. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, um, and I got to admit, like at the end in the courthouse, there's a scene in the courthouse where they jump up on and they, they're taking out a bad guy in the courthouse. And, uh, well, the, the that, point of that, the point of that scene at the end was, and they, I mean, going through the story, basically they, they, they start, they, they're fighting these, these mobs. They end up getting caught. Um, they, 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 anyway, they get, they get away, but the main boss, the main uh, mob boss gets away and, uh, and then it cuts to, a scene in a courthouse where you've got two news reporters that are just talking. It's just, it's kind of random, but they're talking about the mob boss um, getting away, getting, he's on the witness stand Mm -hmm. and they're like, look at him, look at the jury, man. He's, he's walking like he's not going to get put away for nothing. Right. And they're just kind of talking about that right now. Obvious, it's obvious that there's how would the boondock saints know that he was going to get off and justice wouldn't be served, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the point of the, I mean, kind of, that's one of the points of the show is that a lot of these, um, you know, crooks, uh, criminals, will, criminals will get off on technicalities. They'll be back on the street right away. This, and I, you know, Ben Shapiro's talked about this, that, that we need, worse uh uh penalty charges and more severe charges mm-hmm. um for molesters and rapists yeah. right now yeah. uh that being said innocent until proven guilty there's a lot of stuff running around out there um let's just say yeah innocent until proven guilty but yeah. but if proven guilty in the in the in a court of law then like these guys shouldn't be back out on the street in 15 months. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like they should be they, put it, away. Yeah. And we did, um, we did an ep, our, our Epstein episode, like, like, like he got away cause he had a lot of money. He got away within 18 months. 18 months. <laughs> he was, he was, he was back out doing his thing months. in 18 months and they could have, I mean, and that's case in point, right. Case yeah. in point. And so these these uh, journalists are sitting there talking about this guy is going to walk, and then the Boondock Saints come in, and actually uh, some of the security or some of the cops 
sexually let them in. It's kind of yeah. a, there's, there's a little bit of that in there where it's Thin like line now where the cops kind of know they, who they are. And it's like, there's becoming this them. thing yeah, where they kind of just, it's like, yeah. all right, just go ahead, you yeah. know? And then they, 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 they go in and, <clears throat> um, and it's, it's a really cool scene. They basically it's, like their statement to the world, their statement the, to the world. And they tell the, the, the people in the courtroom that, that pass this along because we are coming after the evil people, the evil doers in the world. Now, the, like I said, it, it often people feel like our justice system isn't working when people like Jeffrey Epstein get off for, you know, 18 months of jail time and, and um and this this poor woman in the in the subway gets assaulted and nobody does anything when that when when we see those kind of injustices we're kind of going like we need vigilantes and and that's why this speech is so great at the end it's probably the best part of this movie because when when the jokey stuff happens i find myself just kind of going oh come on guys let's get let's get back into the actual movie and and mm. because I mean, sure, there's funny moments, but this is this scene is played to be really serious. And they they it basically they're like, we are we're not here for, you know, uh, people who do drugs or people who, you know, we're here for the 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 people who uh, do do uh, raping and killing and stealing or or uh, and. And one of the things well, is, they say, yeah, uh, the, you know, uh, um, do not kill, do not rape, do not steal. These are principles which every man of of every faith can embrace. Yeah, that's these are not the, polite suggestions. The yeah, these are codes of behavior, and those of you that ignore them will pay the dearest cost. So they're threatening if you're but not going to if you yeah. abide by these rules, we're coming after you. you. Can we're coming. Yeah. Well, and this is um, the appeal of the Punisher. This is the appeal of Batman. This is the appeal of all the vigilantes that we admire in our society, because we also realize there's evil people in our society that don't, that aren't getting just their justice. I, I didn't catch this, but this is pretty poetic. Um, Murphy, the brother, he says, there are varying degrees of evil. We urge you lesser forms of filth not to push the bounds and cross over into the corruption, into our domain. So that's where you were talking. Like they're saying if like there's other, there's varying degrees of, that's so good. That's very well, but, he's, but yeah. they're just saying, that whole speech is really if good. You're a, the, if, the you're drug, speech. if you're a drug, if you're, uh, if you're a druggie and you're just doing your drugs, don't go over into the domain of being a rapist or a murderer, um, or a murderer, because then you're That's, in our domain. Then you're in our domain, and we're gonna take you out. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, for if you do one day, you will look behind you and you will see, uh, we three. And on that day you will reap it. Uh, and we will send you to whatever God you wish. So anyway, that's a real, so, that's a, that's, that's cool. a, that's a great little, um, anecdote. Um, there's, 
this is a cult classic, so not a lot of people know about this movie. Um, in fact, movie buff people tend to hate this movie a lot. Uh, so this like appeals to a certain movie buff. Not so. There's a couple of guys that I that I uh, follow uh, uh, their online stuff, and they 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 trash talk this movie a lot. And I and I'm like, but you know this this is a product of the time, probably. Um, so there 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 are things in it that probably but i i would venture to say that maybe we need a little less pc in our entertainment you know because it's gotten to the point where you know comedians can't say certain things you know um not that i'm advocating for certain things cuz yeah like a movie like this i think gets canceled today yeah Anyway, um, this movie, uh, it's still pretty I, good. It's still like, I really like the speech, that speech at the end, the speech at the end yeah. really kind of caps it off, makes it go, oh yeah, this is really interesting. And it's, it's a shame that they didn't have that much money to do that. Cause the, cause they made a sequel to this that is in my opinion, way inferior. I like, yeah. it. Just, it, it I just, didn't like it. I don't even remember. I, I don't think I even remember like. What happens? Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember the second one. <laughs> yeah, it, it. Yeah, I remember Curtis. Curtis actually rented out a whole theater, and uh, we we got a DVD of it and and played it in the theater. That was really fun. There was like four people, four of his friends that showed up, and yeah, our, our it was our us and our wives, and uh, it was yeah. it was actually pretty fun. It was a fun time at the movie theater, but it was like, it, it, we were both kind of a little disappointed by it, but I loved the end where they had all, they were interviewing. They were supposedly yeah, interviewing, interviewing people, people out on the streets. Yeah. Out on the I, street. That was kind of cool. Like it was, it was cause it's all these different opinions. There, there were different opinions. Like, you know, it was, you know, somebody was like saying there's, there's no right for these people to have be judge, uh, jury, judge, and executioner. Uh, and then there, there was other, other people. There were other going, people oh, that were just I, like, I think we need awesome. these streets cleaned up. Yeah, I think yeah. they're awesome. Um, yeah. You know, one guy's like, yeah, I support what they do. And I'm going to sleep sound tonight knowing they're not coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say the same? Great. You, like I thought that was that pretty was pretty good. That pretty good. The guy's yeah. just like, listen, I'm not, I got nothing to worry about. They, yeah, because they, I didn't. We all know I've, that they're going after people that are bad. That that are bad, and um, and and uh, well, and I've and, got nothing to worry about. And maybe we need this resurgence in our society because it it our society, the crime that has spiked since COVID is unbelievable. It, 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 and you know, when we had a, a series of things happen, we had the, the defund the police movement. We had the COVID movement. We had all these things, a series of things that happened that have pretty much turned major, huge, major cities in, in, um in our country, like, it's turned them into hellscapes where I think um, the every, every major city has had a massive crime spike in it and they're not prosecuting like uh, 
nonviolent crimes. So basically stealing is like a free for all in, in several parts of the country. Well, there's, um, there's a, there's the broken glass theory, a broken glass window theory that, uh, that if you allow for these small, these, the small crimes to, go to happen and, and go unpunished, then the, the bigger crimes will happen more and more and more. more and more. It's kind of that slippery slope thing where if you let these, if you let it pass, then the next time it's, it, it, it it's going to be worse. And the next time it's going to be worse. Well, and that the, story, that story you read about the woman on the subway, like how much when me too happened, we heard about a ton of women coming forward in Hollywood, but how many stories have we gotten of that poor woman on that, on that subway? I we, I we wonder how know, we hardly wonder, it makes you wonder how often it happens. Is that what you're saying? Like, well, no, it makes but you it, it makes you wonder how often it happens and how often it's not being reported to everyone. That's mm-hmm. just just the one story that got out. But because of me, there was me too. During me too, you heard about all of these stories, and those were wealthy women. Those were women who were making a bunch, you know, you know, a bunch of money in Hollywood. And then we, and you get Weinstein rested and all this kind of stuff. And that's a good thing. But I'm also saying like, what about this poor woman on the subway? You hardly know about this. I mean, it's, 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 it's news. I think Tim pool uh, did a story on it uh, back, back when it happened, but, mm-hmm. but it wasn't followed up. You don't hear about it anymore. I mean, people mention me too all the time now still. I mean, and it, it it was kind of an it was kind of a movement that imploded on itself because they started accusing people who didn't do anything. But but the whole point is is that um, what about those small those those crimes to women who weren't famous? You're not hearing yeah. about those. What about the the non famous crimes? <laughs> yeah, that probably just goes back to the you know, Richmond, North of Richmond, you know, the rich getting away with crap that the poor don't. Well, and I mean, I don't know, maybe the poor, they just don't, just don't hear about it. Um, But it's, but definitely if the, if the, if the cops aren't present, it's the poor that suffer. Yeah. It's not the, the the rich rich will figure out a way to take care of themselves. It's the poor that will suffer. Yeah. And that's probably back to what you were saying about the crime rates going up is if you defund the police and you make all your police quit and, and stuff, then you're, it's the poor that are going to have the problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, Unfortunately, but any, any but yeah. final thoughts on the movie? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it just, I, I, it's it's a good vigilante movie. I think it was it was funny. Uh, uh, it, so it kind of had some fun sprinkled in there, and uh, I I still think it's I still think it's a a, a classic. I, yeah. I I still still really like it. It's a good movie. It's a dated movie, but I still. I still really liked it. It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we get some more movies coming out that we can, that we want to see, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I, 
there's a lot there's some coming out i just don't care to see them they just don't look at you know i'm not watching any see expendables more movies. expendables maybe expendables yeah yeah so we'll see uh check us out on spotify and apple podcasts uh share this video share our channel follow us uh, on twitter follow us on twitter uh, brothers v random Email us if you want to have us uh, on your show. And uh, we got our email in the show notes. Uh, Appreciate everybody watching. Keep reading. Keep listening. Keep watching. Learn more. Talk to you later, brother. See ya. Now you will receive us. We do not ask for your poor or your hungry. We do not want your tired and sick. It is your corrupt we claim. It is your evil that will be sought by us. With every breath, we shall hunt them down. Each day, we will spill their blood till it rains down from the skies. Do not kill, do not rape, do not steal. These are principles which every man of every faith can embrace. These are not polite suggestions. These are codes of behavior, and those of you that ignore them will pay the dearest cost. There are varying degrees of evil. We are you lesser forms of filth, not to push the bounds and cross over into true corruption, into our domain. But if you do, one day you will look behind you and you will see we three. And on that day, you will reap it. And we will send you to whatever God you wish.